Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture, and 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything A. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with your host, Jim Smalley. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder to renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com. And brought to you by the Arcola Co-op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. Today we have the latest market outlook from Sask Wheat, including a look at trade from war-torn Ukraine. SARM wants to encourage more young people to join rural councils. Food inflation is a hot topic in Ottawa, and we have the latest feeder cattle market outlook. The farm weather's in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. And brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. The latest Sask Wheat market outlook says cheap Russian wheat continues to dominate the world market. Market analyst Michael Wilton says Russian wheat prices have fallen to a year low. In the significant purchases and trades, importers are using the decline in wheat prices to extend coverage, but Black Sea wheat continues to get most of the sales. Iran reportedly bought several hundred thousand tons of Russian milling wheat on Thursday. This unscheduled tender by the government-run GTC was a surprise given there are several ships of Russian-bound wheat for Iran that have been stuck in the Persian Gulf because of payment issues. Some think that Iran will have a guaranteed wheat supply from Russia for as long as they supply the country with weapon-capable drones. Otherwise, Turkey bought the full 790,000 tons of March to May delivery wheat in their scheduled tender last Tuesday. Most of the earlier positions were filled with Ukrainian wheat, while Russian traders favored the later April to May position. The prices largely ranged from 308 to $311 a ton on a C&F basis. We figure this is worth about $290 a ton FOB, which is about $10 a ton below EU values. Russian traders continue to sell aggressively as they each try to gain as big a share of the export quota as possible. In some of the most important news, we'll start in Canada. Minneapolis spring wheat failed at the 880 resistance level and closed below it last week. The Canadian dollar moved sideways, allowing the futures to dictate most of the movement in cash prices. Week 30 wheat shipments were 396,000 tons, which remains ahead of the pace needed to meet the AAFC's 19.3 million ton export projection. Exports have been slower in recent weeks, but this is not uncommon for this time of year. For Durham, weekly Durham shipments continue to be unseasonably strong. 
There was an additional 137,000 tons of Durham shipped in week 30. February is seasonally the slowest month of, for Canadian Durham exports, except for September, when the new crop has not come online yet. Despite this, average weekly exports over the last four weeks have been 102,000 tons per week, compared to the pre-2021-22 average of about 86,000 tons per week during February. The strong export pace has drawn down supplies to just over half a million tons, at a time when Durham exports seasonally begin to increase as the lakes open in the spring. As we look at Durham crops around the world, 92% of the French Durham crop is in good to excellent condition. This is a strong improvement from last year's 79% good to excellent rating. Wilton also had more details on grain movement from war-torn Ukraine and Russia. In the Black Sea, an ag official in Ukraine raised their wheat area slightly to 4.1 thousand hectares. Early estimates of Ukraine's wheat balance sheet only have an exportable surplus of 8 million tons. If true, this would mean that Ukraine's exports would fall by about 40% of what the USDA is currently expecting them to do this current season. Russia continues to posture as the deadline for the trade corridor approaches. Russia's foreign secretary is issuing complaints that Russian grain is not benefiting from the corridor. The trade, confident that the corridor will be renewed, have been ignoring these comments. In the coming week, there seems to be plenty of wheat available to meet buyers' needs. The Russian prices have fallen to a year low, and there appears to be more for sale from Black Sea origins. All tenders that were called for last week were met successfully without the need for North American supplies. We expect the next WASDE report this week to increase the U.S. carryover. We are sold out on current crop and would wait on weather developments before selling additional new crop. Michael Wilton compiled this week's market report for the Sasquatch website. 2222. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Spalley on 620 CKRM. SARM has launched a campaign to attract young people to join rural municipal councils. President Ray Orb says more young families are calling rural Saskatchewan home. And having more young people on council ensures a healthy rural municipal government. Well, you know, it's something that's uh, been discussed a lot, you know, around the province and uh, among our SARM board of directors as well. As you know, how do we how do we kind of attract and and retrain and retain councillors? Well, you know what, we're looking at actually younger councillors. You know, it could be new councillors. You know, we obviously know we need more women involved in politics as well, and that's something we're going to be featuring at our at our SARM convention next week. So we're kind of wanting to start the discussion about uh, what we can do to uh, attract people, get them more interested in being a rural a municipal elected official. How do you do that? You know what, it's going to take some work. It's going to take a little bit of brainstorming. But I think, you know, a good place to start is obviously in a high school in rural Saskatchewan. I think uh, going there, maybe trade fairs and things like that, but maybe inviting them to a council meeting. Maybe it's just simply inviting some young people to a council meeting and, and uh, let them know what uh, rural municipal officials are, are doing and kind of the work that's involved and, you know, get them interested. And that kind of word, you know what, that spreads really quickly around around rural Saskatchewan because young people are really good at that. You know, they can use the social media. So can we, uh, we can get that word out. Why do this? 
we're kind of looking at the the demographics out there, and you know we've got a lot of older councils. You know what? I'm, I'm one of them, and I'm you know getting towards the end of my municipal career, and I think most people know that. But I, I kind of like to, I suppose, leave a kind of a legacy where we can show that we could have younger people and then new councillors as well uh, that can come onto council. That's our ongoing, ongoing legacy, I think, that we need to have in the, in this province is we need to make sure that we have these rural councils move forward and that they continue to attract people. And that's really, I think, going towards the success of rural Saskatchewan. What do you see as being an advantage or a benefit of being on a rural council? Well, I think, you know, there are lots of interesting things out there. You know, you know, even being involved at SARM, I think that's really important that federal councillors know what SARM is doing. And through my role as president, you know, uh, we keep sending information out, we keep talking about it. But I think we need the interaction there, too, you know, for people to be involved. You know, land use policies, development, uh, economic development in rural Saskatchewan, you know, our ag sector infrastructure that we need to supply to that ongoing uh, industry that's really driving the economy in rural Saskatchewan. All those things combined, I think, it makes for a pretty interesting, well, it's kind of a future, I think, that we need to look forward to in Saskatchewan. What you're saying is you learn a lot and it helps you advance some farm policies. It helps advance the farm policies as well, but there are all kinds of other things, you know, infrastructure, obviously, high-speed internet, you know, the environment and how farmers are contributing to make our environment a lot better, especially the ranching community and all those kind of sectors that, that kind of go behind that to really push our rural economy. I think it's, it's really um, an interesting kind of an occupation to be involved with. The SARM annual meeting gets underway next week in Saskatoon. What do you see as some of the key highlights? Well, you know, we've got, of course, we'll have the Premier talking, and we're obviously going to have dialogue sessions with some of the ministers, the ones that the SAR members really, I think, work with the most. Also, our entire uh, provincial cabinet will be there. Uh, leader of the opposition uh, will be speaking as well. And, you know, it has, we have some good dialogue sessions. We have one on rural health care. Um, that's, uh, I think, going to be really interesting to our members. We're also going to have a session, uh, actually a panel, on uh, what we're talking about now, about attracting um, uh, new people to rural councils. So uh, we've, we've got a pretty jam-packed agenda, that's for sure, but looking forward to that as well. Ray Orb is the president of the Saskatchewan Association of Rural Municipalities. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. We have a new farm feature with Doug Falconer of GX94, brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. U.S. meat industry lobbyists say Washington's proposed new rules governing voluntary product of USA or made in the USA labels would impose the same standard as that country's now defunct mandatory country of origin labeling law and frustrate U.S. packers who import Canadian meat or livestock. The U.S. Department of Agriculture and its Food Safety and Inspection Service have announced they plan to publish a new proposed rule on U.S. meat origin labels for a 60-day public comment period. Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bibeau and Trade Minister Mary Ng say Canada remains concerned about any measures that may cause disruptions to the integrated North American livestock supply chains and will closely review the proposed new rules. 
The ministers say the federal government will also participate in the U.S. rulemaking process to make sure the new rules adhere to Washington's international trade obligations and won't disrupt supply chains. Adama Canada has made its final decision regarding the sale of Lambda Cyalothrin products for the 2023 growing season. Deciding to relabel and sell its silencer and Zivada insecticides across Canada. The company says it has come to the decision after several months of consulting with retailers, farmers, and industry organizations on the implications of the Pest Management Regulatory Agencies, or PMRA, ruling to change the permitted uses of the insecticide. In April of 2021, the PMRA announced a label change that eliminated the approval of Lambda Psi application on crops or crop byproducts that end up as feed. The new label comes into effect for 2023. While Adama is going ahead with sales, Syngenta Canada had decided not to sell Matador in Western Canada, but will continue to offer its Lambda Psi product in Eastern Canada. Lambda Psi insecticides are approved for use on several crops, including canola, and for control of several insect species. After Manitoba-based plant protein processor Merit Functional Foods went into receivership last Wednesday, Manitoba Pulse and Soybean Growers Executive Director Daryl Domatruck says it's not a microcosm of the province's pulse industry. Domatruck says they learned about Merritt's financial situation through the media. He also adds that some Manitoba pea growers delivered contracts to Merritt Foods as it had a smaller acreage requirement, 10,000 acres, compared to Roquette's 120,000. Vancouver-based protein firm Burcon Nutriscience, which has a 31.6% stake in Merritt, said Friday it intends to submit a formal proposal to acquire the Merit business. Domatruck is hopeful a buyer can be found, but time is of the essence. British Columbia is dedicating $200 million toward boosting both the province's food bank system and overall agriculture production and resiliency. Part of the money will be used to enhance programs to strengthen the food supply chain, expand food production from processors, packers, and retailers, and fund climate preparedness measures. The historic investment in BC's food security comes as a direct response to events that occurred in the past few years when flooding, wildfires, and COVID supply chain bottlenecks essentially cut off crucial supply lines in the province. The funding is part of the province's plan to spend BC's massive surplus estimated last fall at more than $5 billion. The spending also gives agricultural producers an opportunity to grow their businesses while improving climate preparedness and allowing more BC-produced food to be consumed by residents. The United States has requested formal trade consultations with Mexico over U.S. objections to its southern neighbors' plans to limit imports of genetically modified corn and other agricultural biotechnology products. The U.S. Trade Representative's Office announced the request for technical talks after months of informal discussions with Mexican officials over their plans to ban GMO corn for human consumption failed to satisfy U.S. trade officials. The consultations are the first formal step toward a U.S. request for a dispute settlement panel under the Canada-U.S.-Mexico Agreement on Trade, 
that could ultimately lead to retaliatory U.S. tariffs if no resolution is reached. With today's Ag Review, I'm Doug Falconer. It's your agri-weather forecast on the voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Cloudy today, 60% chance of flurries, wind east 30. The high today, minus 11, and the low, minus 20. Thursday, mainly cloudy, wind east 30. The high tomorrow, minus 12, the low, minus 14. Friday, cloudy with a high forecast, minus 6. Periods of snow and blowing snow Friday, windy, low, minus 9. Saturday, more snow, the high, minus 6, the low, minus 10. Sunday cloudy, the high minus 4, the low minus 13. Monday partly cloudy with a high of minus 4, the low minus 8. Tuesday partly cloudy, the high plus 1. Normal high for this date minus 2, the normal low is minus 13. The sun rose at 728 this morning, it sets at 650 tonight. And currently round the province. The hot spot right now is again Maple Creek at minus 8. That must be three or four days in a row. The cold spot, south end, at minus 21. Estevan is minus 14. Saskatoon and Swift Current, minus 15. Weyburn, minus 14. Yorkton is minus 19. Some light snow in Regina this hour, minus 14. That's 7 above Fahrenheit. Winds are from the east at 23. Humidity is 68%. The barometer rising, 104.0. There's light snow in Moose Jaw, minus 15. Winds are from the east, southeast at 21. Once again, Regina, light snow and minus 14. That's 7 above Fahrenheit. This spring, apply pre-emergent Edge Microactive Group 3 herbicide from Gowan Canada. Before seeding your canola, peas, or lentils, maximize yield today and manage resistance tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougal Auctioneers. McDougalAuctions.com. And brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Patterson Liquid Systems, expect the best. The Commons Agriculture Committee hearings on food inflation resumed this week. Today, the committee will hear directly from the CEOs of the top three grocery companies. Testimony Monday night included the CEO of Maple Leaf Foods, Michael McCain. McCain told the committee food inflation is a global issue. This is not a Canadian problem. It's a global problem with inflation rates that are at or above our own. There are three overwhelming root causes. Number one, supply chain instability, including labor availability. Number two, the war in Ukraine. And number three, general inflation. Food production operates in a global supply chain. This global supply chain reduces the cost of food day in and day out. It's a delicate, operationally sensitive supply chain, and the unprecedented impacts of the post-pandemic economy have been profound. Transportation costs ballooned, supply became unreliable, and labor availability constricted. While it is getting better, it is not fully recovered. 
The grain complex, multi-year uh, price charts, uh, which weaves its way into most every food cost in some way or another, illustrates the rapid rises experienced in these markets, exacerbated by the supply chain uh, restrictions threatened or imposed due to the war in the Ukraine. And finally, general inflation has shown up across the food chain. Everything from supplies, ocean freight rates, capital costs, packaging, and everything else all contribute to the most turbulent market conditions I've experienced in my 40-plus years in the food industry. The profit margins of any food participant in the food value chain are pennies on the dollar. In our case, spiraling inflation and market volatility have been a massive headwind. In the first three quarters of 2022, our adjusted operating earnings declined 60 to 70 percent compared to 2021. Our margins compressed materially as we tried to keep up. Of course, this is unsustainable, and we have no choice but to pass on higher cost inputs. That's Michael McCain, the CEO of Maple Leaf Foods. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumberyard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were on the upswing this past week. Provincial cattle specialist Fonda Froats says strong demand continues to push up feeder cattle prices. Saskatchewan feeder prices were all up for the most part uh, over the week. Saskatchewan feeder steer prices were mostly higher compared to the previous week. Prices ranged from 352.40 per hundredweight for the three to four hundredweight category to 236 per hundredweight for the 900 plus pound category. The largest price gains were in the lighter weight categories with the three to four hundred weight steers up an average of 940 per hundredweight. The only decline in the steers was in the 900 plus pound weight category, which declined an average of 83 cents per hundredweight. The average weekly prices for Saskatchewan feeder heifers were higher in all of the weight categories for the week of March 3rd. Prices ranged from 288.30 per hundredweight for the three to 400 pound weight category to 220.10 per hundredweight for the 800 plus pound category. And it was the three to four hundred pound heifers that had the largest price increase of nine eighty compared to the previous week. And what were the factors pushing up the prices this past week? Well, I think all the stars are aligning, but we're seeing good demand for a smaller supply of feeder cattle coming to market, and feed prices for barley and corn are trending lower, also supporting the feeder market. And what were marketings? Saskatchewan feeder cattle, cattle volumes reported by Canfax were at 12,200 heads sold over the week, and this is up from the previous week, which was at 7,779. What happened with market-ready cattle prices? The Canfax price for Alberta fed steers reported on March 3rd was 201.85 per hundredweight, and this was up 354 per hundredweight compared to the last reporting on February 24th, which was at 198.31 per hundredweight. And cow prices were up again over the week compared to February 24th, and average D2 cow prices increased 620 per hundredweight to average 113.50 per hundredweight for the week. Fonda Froats compiles the weekly market report for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. 
Here's the market updates with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. Market update brought to you by Freeze Tallman Lumber. Since 1956, Freeze Tallman has been your trusted building material supplier for every type of project. Freeze Tallman in Regina and Fort Capel. And Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. Grain prices at Viterra were showing downward movement in early trading today. Canola fell 370 at $800.62. Yellow peas down 441 at 454.73. Number one red spring wheat dropped 450 at 392.51. The rest were unchanged. Durham 458.38. Feed barley 367.58. Chickpeas 1058.22. Flax 586.98. Lentils 760.60. Oats 215.32. And feed wheat 289.56. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for May is down eight and a half cents at eight forty-four and a quarter cent a bushel. It's the livestock reports on the Voice of Saskatchewan, six twenty CKRM. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock eight four two forty five seventy four. And now the latest quotes. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of March 7th. Our last regular sale was on March 1st. The market on butcher cattle has been getting stronger every week. D1 and D2 cows sold from $1.12 to $1.2750. D3 cows sold from $0.90 to $1.05. Counter cows sold from $0.70 to $0.85. Hefret sold from $1.50 to $1.70. And good butcher bulls sold from $1.30 to $1.50. Our last pre-sorted sale was on February 27th. The calf market is strong as well. 400 to 450 pound steers averaged three dollars and 48 cents and sold up to three dollars and 56 cents 450 to 500 pound steers averaged three dollars and 31 cents and sold up to three dollars and 56 cents 500 to 550 pound steers averaged three dollars and 29 cents and sold up to three dollars and 50 cents 550 to 600 pound steers averaged three dollars and 22 cents and sold up to three dollars and 37 cents 600 to 650 pound steers averaged two dollars and 98 cents and sold up to three dollars and 28 cents 650 to 700 pound steers averaged two dollars and 90 cents and sold up to three dollars and eight cents 700 to 800 pound steers averaged two dollars and 69 cents and sold up to two dollars and 88 cents 800 to 900 pound steers averaged two dollars and 51 cents and sold up to two dollars and 65 cents and steers over 900 pounds averaged two dollars and 20 cents and sold up to two dollars and forty one cents. Heifers were about forty five cents back from the steers. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. And today's Saskatchewan pork price quotes two zero one thirty nine per CKG. Coming up, the resource report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report, brought to you by Second Look Online Auction. Visit 2ndlookonlineauction.com to see what's up for bid. Adama Canada has announced it will continue to provide Lambda products available to retailers and farmers across Canada. The decision comes after several months of consultations with retailers, farmers and industry organizations. Farm organizations expressed concern new label requirements were prompting suppliers to stop shipping Lambda products to Western Canada. 
The Saskatchewan and Alberta governments called for a one-year review of the labelling decision, saying Lambda products were critical to control flea beetles and grasshoppers in Western Canada. Adama Canada's decision to continue providing the product to Western Canada will be seen as welcome news by several farm organizations. Adama advises growers to read the new label guidelines carefully and talk to your crop buyers to make informed decisions on applying the product. On the markets, the TSX is up 63 points to 20,338. The Dow has fallen 49 points to 32,807. Oil has declined $1.20 at 76.38 a barrel. The Canadian dollar is at 72.50 cents U.S. That's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming. You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of the broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, following the 12 o'clock news, on your voice for everything ag, 620 CKRM. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide.